0: Welcome to Already Within, the podcast designed for millennials who are seeking out a more authentic way of life. Together we'll explore the mind, body, and spirit through holistic coaching and level up our consciousness by challenging some of our traditional thinking. Take a listen if you're curious about learning yourself, want a safe space to feel vulnerable, or just want some helpful tools to take into your own practice. I'm excited to have you along this journey with me. May your heart remain open and spirit set free. All right, let's just get into it. I'm like thinking too much about it. I just need to do, so here we go. So I created this episode because I personally have been dealing with a lot of anxiety lately and it just feels heavy sometimes, so... I am trying to work through it because I know the more I've added to my plate and the more accomplished I want to be that I need to manage this now. Otherwise, it's going to become this monster later. So lately, I've been trying to like, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of attitude because I tend to be one to tweak things until they're like, okay, we got it. We're, this is right. And sometimes it's just like, first, leave it alone. <laughs> Second, it's like, is that the most value add for your time? And can 80% be enough? Honestly, I'm a little like anxious looking through my notes here and how I'm going to create this episode. (laughs) We're going to try our best. So back to what I was saying, I've been processing a lot of anxiety lately and I feel like I can now be in a space where I can actively manage it, whether that be through breath work or several of the things I'm going to talk about here in a few moments. I think there's just opportunity there that I can figure out now. Anyways, Stumble out of bed in the hut. So, there are a few main points I want to touch on today that I think helps you give a better understanding of your anxiety and some solutions that I've found in my own practice that I wanted to share with you today. So, the main topics I want to go over today are finding the right language and figuring out how stress shows up in your own body, why women are more stressed, and some solutions that I found in my own practice that have helped me. So, let's get started. I think at first it's important to talk about how anxiety or stress may surface in your own life. I want to help you spot when tensions are rising and when things start compounding and they feel very heavy out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, how did we get here? Like, I thought we were good. <laughs> so I want to kind of help spark that consciousness and help you know when that point is hitting and you need to start making a better decision or when you can see the trigger being pulled and you're like, okay, we're choosing a different path. We have enough awareness in this moment to say, okay, we're, we're going different. I'm not gonna continue down this path and I don't wanna continue compounding. So personally for me, I find that my anxiety does creep up on me. <laughs> It goes in waves where I am very anxious and then I'm just calm and then I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) I am incredibly anxious and then I'm just calm. Mine shows up a little bit differently probably than most people's. It's not as much of a lingering feeling. It's more of an ebb and flow. So what's important is finding the right language to describe what the anxiety feels like and also what triggered it. Myself personally, my shoulders tend to like creep up. I will look like a no neck, (laughs) no neck. My anxiety sits in my shoulders, but I did a like a self-examination when I was creating this script. And I realized that even though I thought it sat in my shoulders, it actually sat in my chest. Here's how I described it. It felt like a stagnant energy. And what I mean by that is it was very focused. I didn't feel it anywhere else in my body aside from that specific place. And it felt dome shaped. And I know this, <laughs> y'all gonna be like, she's crazy. <laughs> But it felt dome shaped. So imagine something sitting in your chest and a dome coming from your back to the top of your chest. I don't know. It's very weird. I don't know how to describe it. But what I realized is it also spiders out throughout my body, throughout my arms, throughout my stomach. The chest is the center and it spreads out in my anxiety, depending on how forceful it is that day, will spread out as far as my fingertips, or my arms, or even just my shoulders. And sometimes it doesn't go any further than my chest. That's where the main energy stems from. But what is residual of that is, I find my shoulders are raising, like I talked about. My eyebrows get really pursed, and I'm constantly looking like I'm mad at somebody. And I'm always in fight or flight. And I don't know if that feels relatable to you, but I feel when anxiety does come up and I am overwhelmed and super stressed that it feels like chaos and it feels like I don't know what to do next. I don't even know if I can do what I have to do next. Sometimes it feels paralyzing that the fear of what is ahead is paralyzing. What I want to encourage you to do is the next time you are having some anxiety, whether that's temporary or ebbs and flows like mine, or it feels persistent, I want you to sit somewhere quiet. I tend to love a dark room, and that happens to be my bathroom. And I sit in here, maybe some calming music, um, maybe not, and just feel for a few minutes. Feel what energy is moving through your body. Feel where you feel tense or there's pressure, and start putting language to that just how I described mine being dome-shaped or my eyebrows being pursed, figure out what that looks like for you. Feel free to use the language that I did and start being able to identify when you're actually having very anxious moments. In a little bit, we'll talk about how you can lessen those and get to a better balance, a better equilibrium, because if you have anxiety, you know that it's, it's not going to just go away. The best thing that we can do is figure out how to get to a place of calm and peace enough that we can continue with our daily lives. That said, what happened to my music? I like when I get into like a flow state, just feels very natural for me. Coffee break. (laughs) I need it, I have not been sleeping well. Oh, not been sleeping well. Is that a symptom of anxiety? Honestly, I have this as a note. It says anxiety can often show up as sleep problems, often tired and a spectrum of appetite, whether you're extremely hungry all the time or not hungry at all. So that's just the universe bringing me back to my my talking points. But before we get into solutions, I wanna focus on why women are more stressed. Just very briefly, why stress shows up different in women. And the first thing to consider is hormones. And this is a little bit of a, a tangent, but when you consider the exercise industry, A lot of the classes, a lot of the instruction, education is built around a man's body about his hormonal structure. Women's are significantly different. There are many stages. I don't know exactly what they are, but there are stages throughout the month where we show up differently. And I think in order to manage our stress and our anxiety in the best way possible, we need to know, one, what those stages are, but also that we can show up as a bit more emotional or feel things a bit more deeply when you go into the the everyday implications and women show up more stressed because they're juggling more whether that be at work or home life or children or taking care of a household a wife provider all of these things i think it's important that we understand a woman does have to at times struggle more depending on what time of the month it is she may show up differently and that stress will look different that anxiety will show up differently i don't know about you guys but some Sometimes during my cycle, I just feel numb and things don't really impact me that much. It it feels like things can come at me and I'm just like, I'm okay. But other times during my cycle, I'm very emotional and like anything will set me off and I just cry about stuff for no reason. I think it's important to honor that you shift throughout the month. And that you will show up differently. Your stressors and concerns throughout the month will show up differently. I say that to give yourself some grace when you feel like it can be overwhelming. Because it may not be you. It may just be some hormones. Coffee break. We're going to go on to solutions. We're getting there, Jazzy. I actually really enjoy what I do. And I just want to take, I just want to pause here. And like, I really enjoy like doing these podcasts. I don't know if that always comes across or comes through, but I enjoy sitting here in this bathroom and talking about harder stuff and talking about things that aren't mainstream or even things that aren't even normalized. I challenge people to look at things differently. I think we have so much potential. We just need to uncover it. I just want other people to see the life that can be lived the best life that they imagine for themselves that's what i want i'm still figuring out how to present that to the world but i think there's so much value there i love what i do i love making these podcasts for you guys i love doing this okay um (laughs) well we got a little off track there. That was not scripted. <laughs> All right. So some solutions. <laughs> some solutions. How can we find better solutions for calming, 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 quell, quell, quel, quell, quell. Sometimes I just get stuck on words. I get stuck on stupid. (laughs) So let's get into some solutions. I personally think this is specialized approach. I don't necessarily see these bullets in a lot of advice that's out mainstream today. So if that interests you, let's get into it. So the first point I want to get into is, so I used to deal pretty heavy with depression and that led me to think in the past, but now it's anxiety. (laughs) And I'm constantly thinking about the future, what I have to do next, what I need to plan for. And I tend to be an over planner. Everything is structured and it doesn't allow a lot of room for flow and for creativity and for just life to happen. So when you're in those moments, I want you to consider what can I actually control now? What can I control in this moment? Everything else, the what ifs, the maybe it'll happens, no. What is, what is a sure thing now? And put all your energy to that. Everything else is fiction. Plan for only what you can. And with that, I want you to start focusing more on your breath. Our breath is so autonomous that we don't necessarily consider it as a method for healing. But when you start tapping into the power of breath work, it'll surprise you. My friends get annoyed with me, but whenever they're going through something, I tell them to take a deep breath. They're just like, shut up, Jasmine. (laughs) I know I need to take a breath. But my intention there is to change their heart rate and to kind of put the brakes on the system, put the brakes on all that they're experiencing in that moment and just focusing on one thing, and that is the breath. So when I tell people to take a deep breath, my meaning is to do it several times and take a quick, deep inhale and then a slow exhale. The slowness of that exhale is where that power is. And I find when it's audible, it actually helps. Side note, I also use that trick for anger too. Whenever I have a lot of anger, I use my breath to help calm the anger. I tend to let out more of a volume whenever I am exhaling. So it'll be like, ah. <sighs> It almost feels like a demon or something's releasing. I don't know, but it works. Focus on your breath. Do this several times. I would say at least five to seven times. More if you have the time. You'll start to realize that your energy is starting to shift a little bit. It may not be drastic, but it's enough to make a difference. Allow your breath to manage your mind in those moments. These next points are a bit more tactical, uh, and I use them fairly often, and some of them are a bit new to me, like this next one. It's skipping the perfectionism, which is so hard. (laughs) If you have an anxious spirit, you know that you want things to be right and how you plan and control all of those things, and you want perfect. And when you start to really think about it, take a big step back, and you're like, "Mm, "This, what is perfect getting me? I use an 80-20 rule. And I actually learned this from Bezos, Jeff Bezos. And essentially they will take a product to market with 70 to 80% confidence that that product will perform well. They will make the 20, 30% tweaks as the product develops and grows and gets into the consumer market. I find this is really beneficial with personal development because we tend to spend a lot of time in that 20 to 30% before it reaches the market, in quotes, right? I find that when you reach the 80, it's good enough. It is good enough to be seen by people. And when you sit there and you spend the extra two hours tweaking to make it perfect, what are you gaining there? Because the way things are consumed in society, the way we even show up for ourselves, we often forget that 20%. We often don't see that perfectionism. Our mind often glazes over those finer details and points. So save yourself the time and the stress and the headache of getting to that hundred. You don't need it. Get to the 80. Challenge yourself to just stop at 80 and say, okay, this is good enough to send and just fucking send it from there. And the next thing is shutting off the workday. If you work nine to five, kind of like I do, but also have an entrepreneurial spirit like I do, (laughs) it's hard to to shut off. And you always feel like you're on go and always performing. And I found my workday bleeding into my personal life. I work from home. I am fully remote and creating this podcast and all of the, the things and content that I create is a lot of time spent on the computer. And I found that I felt heavy, that I was always just working and I felt drained. And I'm just like, oh my God, when is this done, you know? So I consulted my therapist. it's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I I feel like the workday is never ending. It feels like a repeat cycle that I wake up with the same stresses that I went to sleep with and (sighs) just felt heavy. And my therapist said to me, here's a few things I want you to do is to step away from that space, go take a shower, cleanse yourself from the day, put on your robe, whatever, and just relax for a little bit. Or there's another option, is to get out of that space entirely. And for me, that looks like going for a walk or doing some type of other activity outside of my home. Something that marks the time at 5 p.m. that I am done with this mindset. And here's the, here's the important thing, don't forget this. Once you leave the space and you come back to it, You need to refresh that space. You don't want to stay in that same energy you left it with. So when you get back, make a point to either clean up or sage or light a candle, change some lighting, do something different to establish this as a new, relaxing, fresh space. And bitch, take your lunch. How dare you give them an extra hour of your time? (laughs) Take your lunch and use that space to breathe for a minute. I find during the workday, if you work through the full eight, 10 hours That it's a lot especially if you're not taking breaks if you're eating lunch at your desk that can start crippling you over time allow yourself just space to not think about the job to focus on your own personal self-care take your lunch last few things i talk about so much because i just love them (laughs) is making a routine whether that's a morning or an evening routine the familiarity actually helps to calm your anxiety And since you're anxious, you tend to probably like control and knowing that when you wake up, you do X, Y, Z, and then you start your day. That's where you can get your control. If everything else in your life feels chaotic, allow a routine to ground you. Mine personally is waking up six. I'm trying to get better waking up at six, but going for a walk. I leave my phone behind, I literally take just my keys. And I go on this walk through the city and I just allow my mind to run. Everything that I'm thinking about in the day, I allow it to run for a little bit. And then I focus. I focus on that present moment, what trees are around me, the birds that are chirping, what beautiful flowers have bloomed and it helps me get clarity. I don't know what it is with movement and mental clarity, but they personally go hand in hand for me. So if you're struggling to work through an idea, I encourage you to just get up and walk. Step away, step back, and just walk somewhere. Think through it, and I think some new ideas will begin to surface for you. Oh, I love this song. Rosalyn by Bonnie Vere. Oh my gosh, this is such a good song. That concludes today's episode. I think when we get to a space of overwhelming, it's important to find some language and figure out what those triggers are that are putting you to that place. encourage the women out there to use their cycle as a benefit and know when you are emotional and know when you are more triggered and when you have a little bit more space to take on more allow yourself to go through those those flows and lastly i encourage you to take some of these solutions and start actioning on them Control what you can. Use the 80-20 rule. Stop perfection. Take your fucking lunch. And by gosh, just go for a walk. <laughs> Hot girl walks, gay. Okay? I really appreciate you listening to Artie Within. My name is Jasmine B. If you enjoyed this, please go like the show. Follow me on my socials. I'm on TikTok too. Uh, you can see a little bit more of my personality on video. So go follow me there, Artie Within. Love you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.